Let me ask you a question. What does it take to unlock potential, to discover what's truly possible in business, to create a new normal? It takes one thing, a leader who raises the bar, who sets bigger goals and higher standards for your business, your team, and most importantly, yourself. I'm your host, Katherine Binkley. I've scaled businesses for over 17 years, and I've helped my clients make millions of dollars without sacrificing their freedom by building and leading high-performing teams. Together, we're going to explore what it takes to elevate your leadership, your team, and your business. This is The Elevate Effect. Hey, CEO, welcome back to the podcast. If you hear that and you think to yourself, wait a minute, I don't feel like a CEO, then this is the perfect episode for you. We're going to talk all about developing CEO belief. And there are several areas we'll talk about that you need to work on building belief as a CEO in order for your business to be successful, in order for you to achieve the goals that you want. So, As we get started, I want to ask, have you ever heard the quote from Theodore Roosevelt, believe you can, and you're halfway there. Now, a lot of people hear something like that, or they hear us as coaches talk about mindset and they begin to question, like they say, oh, there's got to be more to it than that, right? You don't just believe and it happens. And so this quote really resonates with me because believe you can and you're halfway there. It's such a big part in my mind. You do have to have a solid mindset. You do have to have belief, but the belief doesn't do the work for you. With that said, if you followed me or listened to any of prior episodes, then maybe somewhere along the way, you picked up on the fact that your thoughts create your results. And so what's interesting is that when you believe that might take you halfway there because it's enough to lead you to a feeling that will inspire action. And that action, of course, is what will end up driving results, but it all stems back from a thought. So your thoughts and your beliefs actually create your results. Believing is that first step to achieving anything that you want to achieve. Problem is we often dive right into action first without belief. And so you might think, well, if I can take action without belief, can't I create a result? In my opinion, that's where most people really fall short. They take action without belief, hoping they can create a result And instead, what they do is they take action from a place of either disbelief or just hope or obligation. It's coming from a feeling that doesn't serve them very well. So the actions aren't really done in the same way. They're not done as boldly or as consistently, maybe. And when they're not done from that place of belief, the result is different. When we dive into action, First, without belief, we don't get the same result that we would when we actually build that belief first. When you believe, it's going to be really hard 
to second guess, doubt, change direction, or quit. And that doesn't mean you'll never have doubts. We've talked about that before as well. It doesn't mean you'll never second guess. It doesn't mean you'll never want to change direction or you'll never want to quit. But that's part of the reason why you have to focus on your belief. That's part of the reason why I block off 30 minutes at the start of my workday, every single workday, to focus on my CEO mindset. I focus on building and reinforcing my belief in four key areas. There are four areas that I think you as a CEO must intentionally build belief. And so I want to share those four areas with you today and help give you a framework that you can use to build belief before you take action so that you can get the results that you want. Okay, there are four areas. The first is belief in yourself. I want you to think about what you believe about yourself, whether you trust yourself or how you can trust yourself more, what's required for you to truly become a CEO, to feel like a CEO, to really believe that you have what it takes. And one way that you can, for each of these categories, really dive into whatever comes up uniquely for you is to ask yourself, do I believe that I have what it takes? Do I believe that I can create and then insert your desired result that you want on a scale of one to 10? How strong is my belief with a one being disbelief and a 10 being full belief? It's inevitable. Where are you on that scale of one to 10? And you're going to do this first about yourself and anywhere that comes up. Like as soon as you give yourself a number, you might say, okay, I'm on a five today because it can shift. You'll say, okay, so why not a six or a seven? Like what are the areas where I have room to improve my belief? And then you'll get to work on self-coaching in those areas. And what I mean by that is really exploring the unintentional beliefs that come up first through listing out all of the reasons that you're a five and not a 10, but then also focusing on building intentional thoughts and focusing on what you do have and why you can reach the goal. Because when you focus on a question like that, you're not just focusing on all the areas of improvement. You start to look at the strengths that you have now. Then I want you to apply the same thing, the same process to these other areas. So again, first, where do you need to build belief around yourself? Second is your vision. Do you fully believe in your vision? Are you connected to that vision? Why are you doing what you're doing? What's the change that you're trying to create in the world? Who is waiting for your help? Why is your success inevitable? Why do you believe in your vision? And again, you can use that same process. So on a scale of one to 10, how likely is it that your vision will become a reality? And you can insert different outcomes there, different results related to vision. And then whatever number you give it, why isn't it higher? Look at all of the reasons, self-coach on those, and then start to ask yourself, well, how do I already know this is working? And build that intentional belief. Okay. The third area is strategy. This is such an important one because once you build that trust in yourself, you build your own CEO self-concept. Once you believe in your vision, then it's going to come down to strategy. 
next. And so many of us make decisions around how we're going to accomplish our vision only to then turn around and second guess, pivot, quit, change directions, whatever it might be. And so we need to self-coach on strategy so that we make decisions and we follow through. You're essentially going to sell yourself on the strategy that you've already decided on so that you follow through because there's no one right strategy. There are a lot of ways to create the result that you want. And it's not about changing up your strategy. It's about continuing to sell yourself on why your strategy is the one that you want to stick with. This relates to, when I talk about strategy, every aspect of how you're creating success. That can include your niche, your offers, your marketing plan, your goals, and so many other things. So sell yourself on your strategy. Follow that same exercise on a scale of one to 10. How likely is this strategy going to create the result I want? And anywhere where you see a gap, coach yourself on it. And then ask yourself, how do I already know that this is working? What's the evidence I already have to show that this is working? This is what I want to do. This is the right step because it's your job to sell yourself on why this is right versus searching for another strategy that's the quote-unquote right strategy. Fourth is team. Once you're sitting in a CEO role, you can't do everything yourself. And anytime you insert other people, there's a lot of room for self-coaching. So every single day, I want you to spend time selling yourself on one of these areas, but the fourth team may take up a lot of your time as a new leader. Selling yourself on your team, selling yourself on what they are capable of, selling yourself on why they're doing a great job, selling yourself and why you can trust them and hand off more to them. Trust me, if you're not intentional and you don't build belief in this area, it's very easy to develop thoughts that aren't helpful, that don't serve you. Don't build trust, but make you want to start over, take things back, just change out the team members, and that doesn't work. So if you want to be a successful CEO, your first step is to believe in yourself, your vision, your strategy, and your team. Building this belief is your responsibility. In my opinion, the most important responsibility that you have. If you do nothing else, do this. Start your day selling yourself on yourself, your vision, your strategy, and your team, and keep going until you feel compelled to take action. So lit up, inspired, and motivated, so courageous determined and committed. That's what it takes to build CEO belief. And it will feel different. You'll know when you're taking action based on authentic, genuine CEO belief versus obligation, just checking boxes, taking action, but out of routine. And the results will be completely different. This is your first job. Every single morning, Before you take action, get yourself into a state of CEO belief. Do the work to coach yourself into belief and then go get things done. 
If you can coach yourself into belief, you're halfway there. If you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, subscribe and leave a five-star review. And if you send me a screenshot of that review, I'll give you free access to my CEO scorecard. This is the same tool I use with my multiple six and seven figure clients to help them up-level their role as CEO and achieve massive results. This resource is typically available exclusively to clients in my coaching program, The Elevate Effect. If you're ready to learn how to elevate your leadership, your team, and your business, head over to katherinebinkley.com forward slash The Elevate Effect and join us to reach your next level of success.